According to Jamie Parker, pianist for the Griffon Trio, the secret to staying together for 20 years is really very simple. You need two patient people and a cellist. Uh, joining me now from Pullman, Washington, in the studios of Northwest Public Radio is the Griffin Trio, Jamie Parker, pianist, the patient violinist, Annalie Patapatanakun, and Roman Boris, the cellist, who's apparently not so patient, Roman? Oh, no, no, no. Very, <laughs> very patient. Oh, it's not a That's question. the perfect intro. It's a perfect intro. Well, okay. Well, you know, what can I say? <laughs> um, always lots of ideas flowing and things to do, and so, and, and, and frankly, not always on time, you see. Ooh. That's the problem. Either. Well, to the point where, I mean, very early into our our trio relationship, I came up with Eastern Roman time, which is sort of 15 <laughs> minutes to two hours later than wherever you are. Aha. Uh-huh. I feel very honored. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow you've managed to keep it together for 20 years. Yeah, it's great. It's great. 23 years. Yeah, I think it's the laughter that stitches it all together. We, we take our music very seriously. And, and as Jamie said, I mean, we're... We all have, um, you know, in addition to the music, we have different aspects of, of the of the trio life. You know, there's a whole business side to it, and a production side, and a in a in a sort of a collaboration facilitation um, side. And we all manage different ends of these things. And um, some of us are just better with time than others. <laughs> When you started, you were actually playing gigs for free. Is that right? Um, well, I mean, they they may have felt for free. I mean, I think the idea was that we were we were in a position um, to actually take and uh, you know every every opportunity that came our way, and that's that's really an important thing. That that was one of the take home messages we were given I guess or left with after we finished our schooling I mean we knew that uh, to get better as an ensemble we needed to play and that it was the actual experience on stage that would give us the opportunity to actually uh, come together as, as a group and become a, a cohesive unique whole so I mean we didn't I mean it didn't really feel like we we're I mean no, no, no I think it's just, it's really just investing in yourself and realizing that that some of the you, you might not get a lot of monetary gain for certain things, but you're getting professional experiencing experience and you're you're expanding your network, meeting people and so forth, and you know developing you know developing listeners and fans and so forth. So yeah, I mean I mean I, I don't think I don't think we've ever felt like we play for free. I mean we play for free for benefit things all the time. Sure. But, um, but I think I think in terms of of you know it was just understanding that the that we were investing in our future. How long did it take you to uh, start making a, a profit? <laughs> I, <see. laughs> so I never speak. saw the balance sheet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, the thing is that um, you know, one of the other, you know, I mean, it's we we have to live, and you know what? We've never worried about that somehow so much, and it's never been a problem. And so I'm very very happy to say that it can be an issue that drives other groups apart. And somehow we've always, you know, we've never really um, made that the priority. The priority was to, you know, really, really play well. The priority was to grow as artists. The priority has been in recent years to find ways to to create uh, outreach and education activities that contribute to the communities that we work in. And, you know, you do good things and the money follows. You know, in the commercial music business, in the pop industry, it's it's a little bit different. They're, 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 I'm not, you know, they're very passionate and committed people there. But because of the way 
way the whole system works there and because of the um you know the scale you know that's involved yeah. in in all of that i mean it, it really is a business it's it's money and it's a lot of other people putting money and investing in things you know we had we were sure we've had all sorts of people invest we've got donors and supporters for years and years and years that believe in the things that we do and, and we're very lucky to have that and uh, they're with us they they've they've enjoyed the success um, that we've had, and then we continue to march on. And there's a really long answer for you, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're coming to Detroit. You're going to be playing at Oakland University at the Varner Recital Hall this Sunday at 3 o'clock. And Anna Lee, let me ask you the, the repertoire that you have. How do, how do you decide what to play at a concert? Um, I usually sit down and I make a map. Um, presenters might make suggestions as to what they would like. We offer a few programs, and then it just becomes a, you know, like it's almost like a big puzzle that we have to sort out. What we try not to do for Jamie, because Jamie's got mittfuls of notes, is to have the program change night after night. So one particular program will become the hub of a particular or of a tour, and we might add a few extra pieces. Like for instance, on this trip, we are carrying maybe about ten piano trios, um, but I would say that's max. Yeah, I mean you try to streamline it as much as possible, but there are always these various little elements. One presenter has had already had this piece, so they want something else. And some presenter, well, we've played this piece already there. So there's a lot of variables go into it. You want to streamline your programming, but the reality is you're, you end up carrying quite a few programs uh, at any given time. And Jamie, I notice uh, one characteristic of your program seems to be to have some good old-fashioned, well, like in this program, Haydn and Dvorak, but uh, in the middle is something uh, that people are probably not that familiar with. Yeah, it's, you know, it's great, it's great to sort of uh, be able to introduce some of the repertoire to audiences. I mean, it's fun for us to sort of, uh, you know, the Babajanian, for instance, that we'll be playing in Detroit, uh, that's a piece that has been on our radar for at least six, seven years. And it, it just didn't quite happen to program it until just this last season. So it's been a lot of fun working on that and, uh, you know, talking talking about it to audiences and introducing this. Uh, it's, it's got a lot of, you know, great rhythmic things in it. And it's, uh, you know, some sort of, you know, bit of a, a folk, folk feel to it at times, but also a very romantic piece and from a composer that we really hear so little of. So it's been a lot of fun with that piece. Let me ask you this. What do you do besides playing in the trio do you do you have solo careers do you, uh, you i know you all teach yeah there, there are there are a number of other projects that we do um i do i obviously i don't do nearly as much solo playing as as when i was younger but uh, i do a bit of that still i every now and then every few years uh, somebody gets it together to uh, book my me and my brother to play two piano concerts so that's a lot of fun uh, we did one in carmel last year and then and then we all have various chamber things that we sort of you know float into and you know do do a concert here a couple concerts there so we do have you know that that kind of variety on occasion as well so 23 years with the griffin trio how many more well, I don't think my retirement plan is, you know, <laughs> in any any shape for me to retire. So I'm going to keep going for another handful of years at least. <laughs> and you seem to have a, a great time. Well, we'll time. see what the university pension's like. I think that'll be a little bit better than uh, the Griffin pension. And you seem to have a, a good time together. It's a, it's a, a three-person marriage that seems to be working. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. My guests are the Griffin Trio. You can hear them in concert Sunday at 3 o'clock at the, the Varner Recital Hall on, on the Oakland University campus. Uh, ticket information at 248-855-6070. That's 248-855-6070 or online at cmsdetroit.org. 
Anna Lee, Jamie, and Boris, uh, it's always a delight talking to you. We love Canadians. We thank you for your patience and taking the time to talk to us. Well, we might be welcoming a few few of you uh, north of the border sometime soon. Yeah, I know. Which I've been looking at Cape Breton. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thanks. Bye.